stand up in the fear of God and listen to the Holy Gospel, a chapter from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. May his blessings so remain. Awesome of our teacher David, the prophet and king, may his blessing be with us all. Amen. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. No, turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me. O God, my Savior, though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. in the name of the Lord, O Lord, Savior of us all, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, glory be to forever and ever. Amen. Then Jesus led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, It is written also, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him alone only. Then the devil left him and the angels came and attended him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. As we started last week, our series for this land, and we call it Restore Me. And we took this verse, which is Jeremiah chapter 31, and verse 18. I have surely heard Ephraim bemoaning himself. You have chastised me, and I was chastised like an untrained bull. Restore me, and I will return, for you are the Lord my God. And last week we spoke about how the first point of this restoration to set my mind on things above. How every single thing last week in the readings that put your treasures in heaven. So if we started with this act of restoration that my mind is not set on earthly things anymore. The second thing we'd like to le- le- learn today only from this gospel is verse 11 in Psalm 119. King David was saying, Your word I have hidden in my heart, that I might not sin against you. As you know, that Psalm 119 is the longest chapter in the Bible. It's 176 verses. 
each verse except two verse 122, 122 and 132 is talking about your word or your commandments, your stature whatever uh, an alternative of the word to the word of God so the whole psalm is emphasizing the importance of the word of God part of our restoration is to cling back to the word of God you know, sometimes we are saying that we heard these words before but still it's not implanted in my heart, still not working on me in person. Origin says the word of God is in your heart. The word digs in this soil so that the spring may gush out. This is the meaning of having the word of God in your heart. That the word digs in, in this soil so that the spring may gush out. In the book of Deuteronomy, the Lord was telling us, the signs of a real king in his kingdom and why I am choosing this passage or especially about the kinghood because we, all the church fathers were saying to us that when God created Adam and Eve he created man to be the king, the prophet and the priest of the creation upon his fall he lost the three of them and on the incarnation of the Son of God, He restored our kinghood, our priesthood, and our being prophets once more. So let me show you the criteria of a king required to his to God's people in Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 18 and 19. Also, it shall be when the, when He sits on the throne of His kingdom, when we choose a king, that He shall write for Himself a copy of this law in a book from the one before the priest, the Levites. And it shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, and be careful to observe all the words of this law and these statutes. This is the desire of God in the king to come, or in the restoration of the kinghood. And we know that most of the kings of Israel was not able to do it. Even King Solomon, the greatest and the wise, most wise king was not able to make it. Why? Because he was not able to keep the word and he was not able to observe the word all his life. And here what the Lord has done. In his temptation today, all what he was saying is it is written. I am restoring the lost kinghood for humanity. I kept the word in my heart and I am using it properly in due time because the devil also was using the word of God but he answered and said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God so some of us unfortunately still dead are moving, going to work doing some activities during the day but still they are not living through the word of God that's why even he was talking to the bishop in uh, Revelation chapter 3 verse 1 you have a name that you are alive but you are dead so it's not how you are acting as we said when Adam sinned he remained existent but he was dead there's a big difference between be that you are existing as a creature and you are alive in Christ through his word that's why you'll find that what the Lord did all his replies were from the book of Deuteronomy which is commanded to be written by the king to observe all and each word in it. So the three verses that the Lord was refuting the devil, Matthew 4.4, 4, which we read now, it's Deuteronomy 8.3. Then Matthew 4.7, it's 
Deuteronomy 6.16 and Matthew 4.10 it's Deuteronomy 6.13 so when the Lord was showing us that he is the true king not for himself but to restore our foreign kinghood from now on we have the ability through Christ to keep the word to memorize the word and to live the word and to say that in Christ my foreign kinghood has been restored in Christ that's why in Revelation he was telling us joyfully to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to God and Father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever Amen so when we heard these words in the book of Revelation it is again the restoration of what we have lost we became kings once more and we became priests once more and to be a king and to be a priest is again through the word Christ kept the word and we know again in the book of Deuteronomy and in the book of Leviticus that we took the law from the mouth of the priest and everyone in your home you are the priest and the king of your family if you are the husband or the wife more of course for the husband what is heard in, at your home is it the word of God you are showing the restored priesthood in your life or it's a broken family because you are not the right priest or you are not restored yet in your priesthood or in your kinghood and here what is Saint Jerome is encouraging us all you are reading it's not a normal reading you have many spiritual books and you have many books of, full of wisdom whether worldly wisdom or divine wisdom no you are betrothed your betrothed is talking to you this is again what St. Paul said in Corinthians chapter 11 that you are betrothed to present one version to the Lord no your betrothed is talking to you it is your betrothed that is Christ who is united with you so he's not talking from outside he's talking from inside and this is again the ultimate goal of the Eucharist Christ is in you with his body and his blood and talking to you through the reading and through the word he tears you away from the solitude of the desert and brings you into his home saying to you enter into the joy of your master and this picture is very indicative that Christ in the world is betrothing and hugging each person who is clinging to his word who is seeking a full restoration of his kinghood and seeking a full restoration of his priesthood in Psalm 103 and verse 20 it tells us if we cling to the word we are commanding heaven and angels but to the proper word to use it properly says in Psalm 103 and verse 20 bless the Lord you his angels who excel in strength who do his word heeding the voice of his word and one of the church father was thinking what does it mean to heed the voice of his word it was enough to say heeding his voice or heeding his word but he was saying because his word is written but it needs to be motivated to be activated when you stand before God praying and saying the word you are commanding angels to move that's why heeding the voice it's your voice and my voice saying his word then bless the Lord you his angels who excel in strength who do his word when you pray it when you use it properly 
And the Lord has done it. And he, it says at the very end of the Gospel, and angels came and tended to him. Why? Because he was using the word. He was commanding the, the word. Commanding angels through the usage of the word. We used to say every week that we will have a small exercise to share it. I emailed it to you and you have it in, in, in printed after we finish the liturgy. And please just think of it. Because we are not aiming to end the, lit- the, the land as we started. We need everyone to have a, a real special illustration. So uh, this, we- this week's spiritual exercise is to allow the word of God to heal and deliver me from any hurt, tribulation, hunting sin, etc. As he says in Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his words and he heals them. Second thing to help me to discern my inner thoughts. In Hebrews chapter 12 it says that the word of God is like double-edged sword. To go between your thoughts, your intentions, and to see why I am doing this. Why I am here, for example, in this morning in the church. Am I here because I am clinging on my Savior to my betrothed one to be united with him or not? The third thing guide me in my decisions at work, school, with my friends, family, because in Psalm 119 verse 105 it says, Your word is a lamp for me, and through it I can find my new directions. Let me finish with the words of St. John Chrysostom, which is very encouraging to read the word, to eat the word, and to eat also the body and the blood of Christ. Listen carefully to me. Procure books of the Bible that will be medicines for the soul. I'm sure every one of us has his own sickness. Now it's the medicines of our souls. At least get a copy of the New Testament. If you encounter grief, dive into them as into a chest of medicine. Take from them comfort for your trouble. Whether it be loss or death, or bereavement over the loss of relations. Don't simply dive into them. Swim in them. Keep them constantly in your mind. The cause of all evil is the failure to know the scripture as well. And as St. Jerome was saying, the ignorance of the scripture is the ignorance of Christ himself. And when we celebrate today again our martyrs, the 21 martyrs of Libya, they were clinging to a truth. They saw that their betrothed, they are united with him, and nothing can separate them from it. The temptation is just denied. And we had a visitor here in the church 10 days ago, a group from the college, in Adam Smith College. So one of the girls was saying, why did they deny it for a few minutes, and then they can keep it in their heart? It doesn't work as such. That's why the Lord was telling us that if you cling to me, you will see eternity more precious than anything else. If you cling to the word, if you see that you are in need of a real restoration, I kept or I hidden your word in my heart that I will not sin against you, which means even by my mouth, even if it's my heart is still believing you, I will never deny you at, your, at my school, at your work, at any place. We thank God for this great testimony of their lives and even for their death as well. May the glory of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.